Getting ready for tip-off between the Arcadia Valley Lady Tigers and the St. Genevieve Dragons, and the tip is won by Arcadia Valley. It's Glanzer who comes away with it, but turns it over right away. Opening tip brought to you by Boyd & Associates, turning complicated matters into simple concepts. John Boyd with Boyd & Associates has been bringing accounting integrity, character, client focus, and dedication to our local community for 20 years. Turned over by St. Genevieve, Newstead Adams, turn around, shot off glass, doesn't go, and the rebound is corralled by Caden Hook. Outlet down the court, Chloe Staffin rolls off the rim, no. Rebound is grabbed by... Arcadia Valley's Lily Persley, who outlets up the court to Newstead Adams. We'll get you that starting five for both sides here. That's it's brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Proud to be a part of high school sports. Your local shelter insurance agents. We're your shield. We're your shelter. Bringing you those starting lineups, our own Glenn Berry. All right, for St. Jen, you've got uh, Sadie Grimminger, Allie Byington, Ava Meyer, Caden Hook, and Chloe Staffan. And on the Arcadia Valley Lady Tigers side, you've got Paige Newstead Adams, Alyssa Glanzer, Caitlin Strange, Lily Persley, and Molly Cook, your starting five. Shelter Insurance, Dave and Scott Haggard bringing you those starting lineups as there's a shot that rolls off the rim for Persley. Newstead Adams gets the miss, turnaround shot short, and the rebound p- picked up by Sadie Greminger. Steven Scott Haggerty of Shelter Mutual Insurance, 517 East Main and Park Hills, ensuring the parkland since 1955. Still no score here, minute 15 into our contest, and we've got a foul away from the ball, an offensive foul. No, travel, excuse me. I thought they called a foul. That's a second turnover for St. Genevieve already. I think she just picked up her back pivot foot. She was going to throw the ball to uh, one person, and I think that person moved. We've seen that happen several times early in the season. St. Jen showing a half-court trap. Just shy of midcourt, picking up her dribble is strange. She gets it across the timeline into the corner for Glanzer. Glanzer drops it off. Persley shot up, goes for the first two points of our contest. 2-0 in favor of the Arcadia Valley Lady Tigers. St. Genevieve works it up the court. They're sporting their green road uniforms tonight with St. Jen written in block lettering on the front as there's a shot that comes up short for Greminger. Jump ball is called. It'll stay with the St. Genevieve Dragons. Well, did a good job that time, did Arcadia Valley. Collapsed in on Greminger. She had the shot down low as she was moving in. Two players collapsed on her and double teamed her at the, at the bucket. Sticking with those uniforms. Uh, curvy numbers for the St. Genevieve Dragons are the best way you could describe them. They also have angled stripes on the shoulders, a gray one and a white one, matching a stripe that goes along the side of the shorts as there's the three ball up and good by Hook. And St. Genevieve, their first basket puts them out in front, three to two, whistle foul on St. Genevieve, our first foul of the contest, and it is going to go against... Yes, St. Genevieve, Sadie Greminger. Inbound to Glanzer for Arcadia Valley. Passes back across the timeline to Strange, who got it into her. To Glanzer at the midcourt logo, facing a 2-3 zone for the St. Genevieve Lady Dragons. Picks up her dribble, fakes a pass to the left, now passes off to the corner. Newstead Adams is there, and she'll drive. Newstead Adams, mid-range jumper, no. Offensive rebound, but lost momentarily. Makes its way to Pursley, and Pursley has it taken away from her. Staffin across the timeline, surveying the court, and will corral it to Lexi Warren, who checks in off the bench. Handoff on perimeter. Byington, shot up, doesn't go. Offensive rebound. Byington, she's fouled. Molly Byington, that lone player that Coach Walk mentioned pregame, that was a part of that St. Genevieve third-place team in girls' volleyball just a few months ago. St. Jen and Arcadia Valley so far are getting opportunities. They're just having a hard time getting the ball to go down the rim as it did on that first free throw. Yeah, it kicks out off the back iron. And a substitution 
Bree Apt is in for the St. Genevieve Dragons. Free throw up, Byington offline to the right. Rebound grabbed by Persley, and she will outlet down the court to Strange, who works it across the timeline. Strange, bounce, corner, Glanzer, head fake for three. Dribbles inside the arc and hits the deep two. When we saw Fredericktown play in Arcadia Valley in the uh, Arcadia Valley tournament, we saw uh, the uh, coach for the uh, Fredericktown Lady Black Hats talking about Glanzer, said she's a great ball handler, good with the uh, offense, good at running the offense, and right now she's pretty good from the floor. Pass wing left side, Warren drive, shot up, no, but she's fouled. No, it's an offensive foul. It's going the other way. I think that was Molly Cook that drew the charge. Yeah, and she already has one foul, so that uh, was very imperative that she did not pick up her second, but a great job defensively there. Kind of a late call, was waiting on a blocking foul, but uh, the official threw up the hand behind the head, and that was an offensive foul. Down low, Cook, backdoor pass, trying to feed Glanzer. Can't get it to her. It's tipped to perimeter. Stays with Arcadia Valley. Strange gets it to Glanzer. Cook, elbow, back out. Glanzer attacks from perimeter. Kicks it out to the wing near side. And we got a foul on St. Genevieve. And that's going to be two quick fouls on Lexi Warren, the sophomore off the bench. Let's see if she stays out there. Third foul against St. Genevieve. The only other foul called on them is on Sadie Greminger. We got a whistle and a foul on the act of shooting. And who's this one on? It's going to put Persley on the free throw line either way. And they're going to get Chloe Staffen with the foul. Well, Arcadia Valley seems to be having the more opportunities here early going. They are needing a couple of buckets here to kind of get a little bit of momentum going for their way. It actually was an and one. I was looking down at my scorebook when the shot went up. The free throw doesn't go, but Arcadia Valley able to get the offensive rebound. Can't do much with it as their shot misses, and it's going the other direction with St. Genevieve. Wing left side. Handoff on perimeter for Kemper. She drives and lays it in. Kemper with two, cuts the lead to one. Six to five in favor of Arcadia Valley, and St. Jen will take it over as Newstead Adams, trying to push in transition, tosses it too high for the five-foot-10 forward, Molly Cook, and it goes out of bounds on the baseline. It'll be St. Genevieve basketball midway through our first quarter. Arcadia Valley got the 6-5 lead right now, but if they've done anything wrong right now, and that is maybe one too many passes at times. They get down low, look like they have an opportunity for a shot, and they kick it back out or they kick it around to somebody else. Maybe just need to find the best shot and take it. Catch and shoot three on the other end for St. Genevieve. It doesn't go. Tip rebound out of bounds on the baseline. It is Arcadia Valley basketball as Staffens three comes up empty. Inbound to Reese Brogan, who checks into our game. One of those freshmen we mentioned pregame that Arcadia Valley is relying on this year. and Need to see more consistency out of the team as a whole, not just the freshman class. Uh, stepping on the baseline, turning it over. Alyssa Glanzer trying to dribble around the St. Genevieve Dragon defender and walk the tightrope, unable to do so. Well, that's kind of uncharacteristic for her. Usually she knows where she is on the floor, but that time she just got too deep, tried to go around the defender and stepped out of bounds. Lob to midcourt, taken across the timeline by St. Genevieve. They get it for Byington. She drives backdoor pass. Shot up off glass. It's short. And the rebound is fought for by Molly Cook. Strong rebound down low. She was surrounded by a pair of dragons. But losing it is 
Glanzer, Byington with the steal. Oh, and she can't hit the layup, trying to go coast to coast. The defense was bearing down on her from behind. Rebound to Persley, who dribbles across midcourt, and will hand it off for Glanzer. Still stuck at 6-5 here with three minutes to go in the first quarter. Lob to the paint. One dribble, bounce down low, loose on the court, and a jump ball is forced as Gallagher jumps on it, along with Staffin for St. Genevieve. And the possession arrow favors Arcadia Valley. They hang on to possession, up 6-5 to five with 2.53 left to go in the first quarter. I don't think either one of the coaches right now are going to be real happy with the game, but it's kind of early in the game right now. Still early in the year still, but uh, they want to see a little more consistency. I think missed opportunities is the theme of the first quarter so far as Glanzer lays it in. She's got a game-high four, and her team is out in front 8-5. to five. Greminger back into the game for St. Genevieve. As on perimeter, Byington has it. To Greminger who attacks to the elbow. Back out for Hook. Picks up her dribble and passes up top for Kiki Asher. Asher splits defenders. Loses it for a second. Her shot doesn't go. Offensive rebound put back up and heading to the free throw line is going to be Ava Meyer for a pair. Ava Meyer's been involved in a lot of these plays, even though that was her first rebound. She has been on the board. She's been crashing the boards, getting a little action down there, and at that time pulled down the rebound. Free throw up off the rim, no good. Second attempt coming momentarily for Meyer. Speaking of uh, missed opportunities, that's three free throws and no points yet for St. Jim. Second attempt up, and finally, on their fourth try, it goes. I'll cut into the lead a little bit for Arcadia Valley. Instead of 8-5, it's now 8-6. Tigers with the lead and the basketball. And Strange passes above her head to get it across midcourt. Out of the wing right-hand side, Reese Brogan's got it. Double team creeps closer to her, and she drops it off for Strange up top. Handoff for Glanzer. Bounce wing right-hand side for Brogan. As a wing-to-wing pass, it's tipped going the other direction. St. Genevieve's got it. It's hook. Her layup no good. Another missed opportunity for St. Genevieve. And give credit to Arcadia Valley. I thought... That hook was going to be all alone for that easy layup, but they weren't able to catch up to, or they were able, rather, to catch up to her and increase the degree of difficulty of that shot. Still one, I think, that she should have made as Byington dribbles it out of bounds on the sideline right in front of the Arcadia Valley bench, and the Lady Tigers take over up by two with a minute 45 to go. Yeah, she just got it right down by her waist as she was getting ready to go up, and the uh, guards uh, slipped her fingers in there, just knocked her off stride a bit. Glanzer, catch and shoot, mid-range, no. Offensive rebound, Newstead Adams high off glass. That one doesn't go, and it's Glanzer with another offensive rebound. Tell you what, missed opportunities for St. Genevieve and rebounding have been big problem areas in this first quarter so far. we got a minute 20 left to go. They've allowed a number of second-chance opportunities for the Arcadia Valley Tigers, but Evie gives it up, is turning it over, Paige Newstead-Adams. She travels from the wing. And it's heading the other direction. That is seven turnovers right now for the Arcadia Valley Lady Tigers, and that's not what you uh, think that uh, Ricky Turnbull wants to see from his team right now. That's definitely going to be their issue throughout the first quarter so far. Turnovers and ones like that where you're dribbling on perimeter, but you attack before you dribble. On three, Hook. She travels herself and gives it right back. Meanwhile, she passed it off to Greminger, who hit a three in the process, but it's not going to count. 8-6, your score, One eleven left to go in quarter number one. As Arcadia Valley looks to inbound, they get it in for Newstead-Adams, who drops it off for Strange. Strange above head pass. Newstead-Adams turns on the defender to get it across the timeline. Tries to pass to a cutting Ruth Francis, but it's too high for her, 
and turned over out of bounds on the baseline. St. Jen takes over a little more than a minute to go in the first quarter. I think it was Turnbull that we talked to after the uh, game in the Arcadia Valley uh, Thanksgiving tournament, and I think it was him that was talking about the fact that he's got to get his girls to throw to a person, not an area. When they see somebody open, they just kind of lay it out there into that area. Well, a lot of things can change when you lob a ball over the top because uh, the defenders can get out there and grab it or it just happened there in that case, ball knocked out of bounds on the uh, St. Jen side. St. Jen has the ball. That time it was Glanzer who knocked it away and dribbling it across midcourt and we got a foul or is it dribbled out of bounds? I think we're going to get a foul on Arcadia Valley and not happy with that one based on the look on her face, Lily Persley, and rightfully so, the officials have kind of let both sides play along the sidelines there when they're getting bumped by the defenders. Wing right-hand side, Kemper attacks, drops it off down low, lefty layup goes for Bree Abt. 8-8, we are tied up here, 45 seconds left to go in the first, Strange. Picks up her dribble and passes to the left-hand side for Persley. Across the timeline for Newstead Adams. She begins her attack, back out perimeter, Persley. From the wing, righty, floater, no. Offensive rebound, gets her own miss, puts it back up. That one doesn't go. Gets it back again, but it's poked loose from her on the court. And a jump ball is called before St. Jen can rip it away. And Coach Jordana Walk-Robinson can call a timeout. So it will be St. Jen basketball either way, but they're going to lose the possession arrow. The inbound makes its way to Abt, and she turns it over on the sideline. Just couldn't handle it cleanly. I think she was doing that uh, proverbial grab it before you take off running before you actually have the ball because she just reached out to grab it and it went off her hands right out of bounds so an opportunity for arcadia valley with 20 seconds to play as glanzer dribbles it to center court to the elbow for cook back out perimeter glanzer spins on a double team tries to bounce it to the wing it tipped out of bounds last touched by saint genevieve so it's arcadia valley basketball still with 12 and a half to go in the first quarter i think that was another example of throwing to an area the player was over there on the right side but moving and when Glanzer came up, she just all of a sudden got in trouble, turned around and fired it over there. And luckily for Arcadia Valley, it went off a St. Jen player. Newstead Adams almost went through her hands as it was fired to her at midcourt. And Glanzer drives, attacks, and draws the foul with 6.7 on the clock. One thing you know about Glanzer is that she will take it to the basket. She may not hit it. She may get down there and dish it off to somebody, but she's not afraid to take it in. First free throw for Glanzer up good. Arcadia Valley was 0 for 1 throughout this first quarter on their only other attempt. Foul is against Jameson Kemper, her first team's fifth. Second free throw up and good for Glanzer. Arcadia Valley up by 2, 10 to 8 your score. Kemper to inbound for St. Jen. They get it into Byington. Five seconds to play. Lob across the timeline. Greminger deep 2. It rolls off the rim. No good. Offensive rebound, shot not up in time for Chloe Staffen, and that takes us to the end of the first quarter. 10-8 to eight your score, both sides leading a lot of points that could have been up on the scoreboard, out on the court instead. It's Arcadia Valley up by two on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of high school sports on KFMO. Call me, financial advisor Allison Douglas-Kennan at 573-431-2220 for all of your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. 
Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, proudly serving the Parkland's eye care needs since 1966. We would like to thank you for voting Complete Vision Care as the best eye doctor of the Parkland five years in a row. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, the ideal choice. For more than 115 years, Belgrade State Bank has been neighbors helping neighbors. It's how we do business and it's what sets us apart, shaping every decision we make from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed. Our checking and savings accounts, mortgages, personal and business loans, and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams. It makes all the difference. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906. Member FDIC. Second quarter begins with Arcadia Valley beginning with the basketball up by two. Shot down low, out of bounds, blocked cleanly, the officials say. I thought that could have been a foul. That might have put Strange on the free throw line, perhaps. Kind of looked like she got hammered on the, the uh, arm as she was going up for the shot, but they said no. Catch and shoot. Deep three. Doesn't go. I don't know about that shot that was taken there, and it's going the other direction. I think that was Gallagher that took that shot. She was from way downtown. On perimeter, Greminger picks up her dribble and gets it for Hook. Hook, kick out. Stafford, catch and shoot three. No. Tip rebound, pulled in by Strange. Strange dribbling up the court. Steps through the defender and lays it in. I'm a Caitlin Strange going coast to coast. And it's a 12-8 lead for Arcadia Valley. Taken away, Newstead Adams with the steal. Drops it off for Glanzer off glass and good. A good sequence to begin the second quarter for Arcadia Valley. And about a minute in, they've extended their lead to six. And another steal. Newstead Adams off glass. No, it's offline to the left. Loose ball on the court, and St. Genevieve had it in their midst, but they couldn't pull in the rebound. Instead, they'll force a turnover as Byington tips the pass from wing to wing and steals it. But her drop off for Greminger goes off of her and out of bounds. Timeout on the court taken by Jordana Walk-Robinson, fifth-year head coach of the St. Genevieve Lady Dragons. She can't be liking what she's seeing out of her team in the second quarter so far. They trail 14-8 to on the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO. Ho, 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 it's the holidays, and that means the hustle and bustle season is here. Hey, David Sism from Samson Ford, here to spread holiday cheer. Christmas is right around the corner, and I know just what to do. Get cars on my lot, stat, and pass the savings along to you. Don't be screwed this season, stuck driving your old sled. Trade, save, and be merry to be happy this season instead. How about $0 down and as low as $149 a month? Save that cash for Christmas and still get in the car you love now. Come trade in that old sled today, even if you owe more than it's worth. Push, pull, or tow it in today for up to $5,000 trade guarantee. Have coal in your stocking because of previous credit problems? You'll be singing carols when my credit approval process helps get you approved. Trade, save, and be merry this season with $0 down and a trade guarantee. Hurry, the saving sleigh halts once the holiday season comes to an end. Visit us at Sam Sism Ford, the home of the lifetime warranty. Online at SismFord.com or call 431-3177. From our family to yours, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Finance offers valid with approved credit. Not all will qualify. See dealer for details and applicable trade guarantee deductions. A turnover for each team to begin the, or excuse me, coming out of the timeout, that is. And it results with Arcadia Valley getting the ball back 14-8. to They are up on top as there's a pass. Tip taken away. Ava Meyer will shuffle it for Lexi Warren. Warren gives off on perimeter for Staffin. 
Now pass cutting, Byington, layup goes. That's a good play for the St. Genevieve Dragons once they're able to get settled in the half court out of the timeout. Bounce across the timeline for Cook. Give to Gallagher. Her team up 14-10 with 5.45 left to go in the second quarter. Strange attacks from perimeter. Throws up a floater. Doesn't go. The rebound bounces off the court. Arcadia Valley comes up with it and then draws a foul. Going to be six fouls on St. Genevieve. They're going to call that a turnover. They're going to say that the uh, the official here was about to call a foul. The official down low signaled that the turnover committed before the foul did. So it goes his way, and that's a uh, 11th turnover for Arcadia Valley. If they're calling that a travel, I don't agree with it because I think the foul caused the travel. As St. Jen will just throw it away on the far sideline. So it's going to be heading back the other way nonetheless. Well, you can tell this official right here on the closest one to us blew the whistle and was about to throw up his arms to talk about the foul, and the other official said traveling, and he said, yep, that's you. He gets overruled, and there's a pass. Tip taken away. Byington with another steal, but poked away from her by Glanzer, and then Glanzer draws the foul. And she gets bumped out of bounds, and she comes up limping a little bit, kind of awkwardly went into the first row, and a fan that was there, she checked to see if the fan was okay. Fan seems to be doing all right, but Glanzer is going to come to the bench here, and Reese Brogan in to replace her for... Byington, that is her first, and that is the team's sixth. Still 5-12 to go in the quarter. Free throws the rest of the way for the Saint Je- or Arcadia Valley Tigers, that is. There's a shot up. Offensive foul called on Caitlin Strange. No, excuse me, it's Persley that gets called for the foul. And again, a late call on that. It kind of looked like they were going to signal... The uh, foul on the defensive player, but the official holds up the arm behind the head. Yeah, Lee Cole kind of had the feeling as there's a step around. Nice move and a righty lay-in for Lexi Warren for her first points of the game. Kind of had that feeling of the officials waiting to see if it goes in, whether or not to call the shooting foul. There's a turnover. Warren steals it. Her shot doesn't go. Byington's offensive rebound. No, Warrington another offensive rebound. And this time we got a foul called. Are they going to call over the back on Byington? I think they will. Yes, they will. So Byington gets called with her second foul in a short period of time. And we got another timeout on the court. This time it's the Arcadia Valley Tigers taking a timeout. We'll step aside with them. It's brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Santagra. 14-12, Arcadia Valley still with the lead on AM 1240 KFMO. LeCarrie Auto Body Supply, your PPG distributor for the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown auto body businesses. Because these business owners were your classmates, they're your neighbors, your fellow church members, and their kids attend school with your kids. Support those who help support your community for years, like American Metal and Mineral Point, offering full collision and classic restoration over 100 years of combined experience. American Metal also gives glass replacement and chip repair, paintless dent removal, and a lifetime warranty on their work. Voted best body shop in the parkland in 2018, American Metal and Collision is located on Business Park Drive in Mineral Point. And if you're looking for name recognition, look no further than Brad Wooten with Brad Wooten Auto Body. Located in the beautiful Arcadia Valley, Brad Wooten has a 10,000 square foot state-of-the-art facility with factory trained technicians and loaner cars on site. It's Brad Wooten Auto Body located at 401 North Main Street in Ironton. LeCarrie Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown repair shops. 
13th turnover commit by the Arcadia Valley Tigers leads Dave Meyer's first basket of the game and it's a game tying one as we are knotted at 14 all approaching the midway point of the second quarter pass tip taken away by St. Genevieve bullet pass to the paint Greminger can't handle it but is able to contain it before it goes out of bounds on the baseline Swung around the perimeter by St. Genevieve as they begin to run the weave. There's a floater in the lane for Byington. No. Rebound grabbed by Molly Cook for Arcadia Valley. Long outlet down the court to Gallagher. Above head pass, Newstead Adams. Back out on perimeter for Caitlin Strange. Flanzer looking ready to potentially check back in. So that's a good sign for Arcadia Valley as we got a blocking foul on the Dragons. Two free throws coming as Eva Meyer gets tagged with that foul. And the uh, head coach of the St. Genevieve Lady Dragons, Jordana Walk-Robinson, said, what are you talking about there? Uh, I kind of felt like that looked a little bit more like a charge than the other two charges we've seen tonight, but that time they got her for the block. Caitlin Strange to the free throw line for her first two tries, and she makes good on attempt number one. And good news, Arcadia Valley fans. Glanzer back into the game off the court, Addison Gallagher. Strange. Another attempt coming. Already free throw up. No good. And the rebound pulled in by St. Genevieve, and they draw the foul. It was Ava Meyer with the rebound. And the foul is going to go against Molly Cook, her second, team's fifth. Bounce on the inbound to Byington, who drops it off for Warren. And Warren travels before she can give it back to Byington just shy of midcourt. Feels like in this game that both teams are playing, oh, yeah, you can turn it over, so can I. <laughs> right now, the Arcadia Valley Lady Tigers have 14 turnovers. That was the 13th for St. Genevieve here tonight. Large reason why this game is so close. 15-14, Arcadia Valley holding on to that lead. As the pass dropped off for Brogan, she can't handle it, and it's turned over again. Byington. Pivots back out. Turnaround jumper is short. The offensive rebound put back up again and a foul that will put Caden Huck at the free throw line. Well, like you said, so many missed opportunities by both teams, sometimes on just missing shots that seem to be pretty makeable, other times taking the difficult shot in a double team or something. Now, we keep track of as many stats here as we can, but... Points off turnovers is not one of them. And the points off turnovers for St. Genevieve has to be at a minimum if they've gotten any. I mean, it feels like every time they've got a transition layup, Arcadia Valley is able to force them to miss it as there's a missed free throw as it's a split trip for Caden Huck. Ties us up at 15 all. Strange from perimeter. Bounce pass down low. Foul called on St. Genevieve. Jameson Kemper can't believe it based on her expression. It's two on her, and that will put Molly Cook on the free throw line. Well, I looked up at the score just a minute ago, and I thought, wait a minute, Arcadia Valley was actually ahead? It feels so much like St. Jen should be way out in front in this game. Free throw on the one and one doesn't go for Cook. She doesn't get another opportunity. St. Genevieve with Byington passes across the timeline to the wing right-hand side. It's Kemper who drives, kick out. Byington open for the corner, three, it's short, and the long rebound goes out of bounds in that corner. It's a turnover, and it's heading the other direction. 
That'll be number 14 for St. Genevieve on the turnover side, 15 for A.V. And like I said, I just felt like it. Uh, St. Gen has had the better opportunities as number 16. <laughs> well, it did take place, and then she turned it right back over for uh, St. Gen. That one you can't blame on St. Genevieve. Lexi Warren undercut the inbounds pass, and her momentum just kind of took her out of bounds. We've seen some other penalties from both sides that have just been silly throughout this game so far. Strange will dribble it across the timeline, passes away from a double team. To Glanzer at the point through a Molly Cook screen. Bounce to her left for Strange. And back to Glanzer. Glanzer bounces to a cutting Strange. Her shot blocked from behind. And it's going to be off of the supports of the backboard. So it's going the other direction. The ball was kind of uh, altered in the shot going up. I think she got blocked from behind. That's what I thought, too. I thought maybe a St. Jen player got it as it went up, and it went into the support, and now a pushing foul on St. Jen in the inbounds pass. Ooh. That cannot be good either. That's a silly offensive foul to commit if you're St. Genevieve to turn it over back to the Arcadia Valley Tigers. Inbounds pass. And it makes its way to Glanzer, and Glanzer commits the charge. A hook was defending on the inbounds pass and immediately turned around and took the charge after it was inbounded. Here's Carly Bosler. She'll pass off for St. Genevieve to Byington, who has it poked away by Glanzer. Both of those two have kind of been a thorn in each other's side throughout this game as we hit two minutes to go in the second quarter. They've kind of both poked it away from one another throughout the night. Cooks, pass, tipped, comes back to her, turnaround layup, no. Rebound grabbed by Staffen, who gets fouled. And we'll walk at the length of the court as we got a free throw coming, one and one for the St. Genevieve Dragons. That is seven fouls on Arcadia Valley. And the second on Ruth Francis. I think going back to that play under the basket where Glanzer was uh, called for an offensive foul, they actually, I think, said, I think they said she just fell out of bounds that she had the ball, but she was being hounded by the St. Jen player and fell backwards out of bounds. First free throw up and good for Staffen. So the good news in that is one less foul for Glanzer, but still a turnover that probably shouldn't have taken place. Second free throw up, no good, and the rebound is grabbed by Francis. Gets it off for Gallagher. Pass across the timeline to Brogan. Down low. It's tipped. Still makes its way to Glanzer. Her shot no good as she was being defended tightly. And it's out of bounds on the baseline off of her. And down by a point, St. Genevieve, or Arcadia Valley rather, gives it up back to St. Genevieve. 16-15 in favor of the Dragons. This is their first lead since it was 3-2. It's been a while that we've been stuck at this 16-15 area for a while with uh, Arcadia Valley on top 15-14, then it became 16-15, uh, and now another almost turnover for St. Genevieve, but it'll stay with the Lady Dragons. Reese Brogan tipped that pass. It goes out of bounds right to her coach, Ricky Turnbow. And another inbound coming for St. Genevieve as it's bounced in for Ava Meyer. The give for Hook, drive, shot, no, but two free throws coming on the foul that will put Hook at the free throw line where she's already one for two. I think it's going to be on Francis, and I think that's number three. Yes, it is. She looks up at the official, but I tell you where they got her on that one. She did get a lot of the ball, but that arm was kind of draped around the uh, offensive player as well. Number 32, Caden Hook, who hit the first free throw, and uh, that that's where they're going to get you every time. If that arm flops down, even though you've got a lot of ball, 
they're going to get you every time. Free throws brought to you by Complete Vision Care. They offer quality eye care, premium eyewear, and a customized visual solution for every patient with locations in Lennington. And Festus as Hook goes two for two from the free throw line. 18-15, largest lead of the night for St. Genevieve. They've been on a bit of a run here. Ever since AV was able to stretch this lead to 14-8, to they're on a 10-1 run. Newstead Adams, the midcourt logo, passes off to her left. Back to Newstead Adams, into the corner for Brogan. For three, it goes, Reese Brogan from downtown. Tied up at 18, all minute left to go in the first quarter. Pass down low, Ava Meyer poked away from her, she gets it back though. Dribbles to the perimeter where she gets it off for Staffen. Staffen working against Newstead Adams. Drives on her. Shot up doesn't go, but she's fouled and will make her way to the free throw line for two more tries. I think that time Staffen just said, you know what, I've got a little bit bigger body here on uh, Newstead Adams. I'm just going to take her to the rim and see what she does. And uh, almost got the bucket and the foul, but this time she gets at least uh, two free throw shots. High arcing free throw attempt number one doesn't go. Newstead Adams is out. Molly Cook is in. Second foul on Newstead Adams, by the way. Second attempt up and good. In case we get another foul commit by Arcadia Valley here in the next 51.8 seconds. Two shots are coming for the St. Genevieve Dragons. That is nine on Arcadia Valley. We got a foul on St. Gen, so we'll walk at the length of the court and shoot two more free throws. I think it's going to be Brogan heading to the line. And again, the head coach of the Lady Dragons, uh, Jordana Walk-Robinson, not happy with that call. Now she's talking it over with Chloe Staffan, who picked up her second foul there. I don't know if she's not happy with the call or not happy with her player. They got a little bit of both. A little column A, a little I, column B. I think that's it. <laughs> First free throw up, good for Reese Brogan. She's got four now. Ties her with Lily Persley for second amongst the Arcadia Valley scores. Second attempt coming for the 5-3 freshman guard, Reese Brogan. It doesn't go. Byington with the rebounds. Turns on her defender a couple times and passes across midcourt for Hook. Tied up at 19 all, courtesy of Reese Brogan. On that little run that she's been on. A three ball up. Rims out, no. It was halfway down for Kemper. And the rebound is grabbed by Gallagher as she speeds across the timeline. Gallagher taking it to the baseline, pivots out on her defender, and turns back towards the baseline. Puts up a floater from about 15 feet out. Doesn't go. Rebound grabbed by St. Genevieve and a travel. Well, Eva Meyer got it. She was down on the court trying to find someone to dump it off to and drags her left knee, which I believe she established as her pivot foot there. Yeah, I, was, I think that was the only thing keeping the travel from coming earlier. Wide open corner, right-hand side for three. It's short. Gallagher can't hit. And it's out of bounds on the baseline with 11 seconds exactly on the first half clock. St. Genevieve has a chance for last shot here. They get it in for Byington as they'll work quickly. Lob across the timeline, received by Kemper. Kemper, turnaround shot, offline to the right, doesn't go. Rebound is grabbed by Arcadia Valley with three seconds to go. But they're unable to get a shot out of it. And strange dribble to midcourt, and the buzzer sounds. Tied up here at halftime, 19-19, a big run for Arcadia Valley. 
or St. Genevieve rather, to take the lead is erased by a late surge from Arcadia Valley behind the play of Reese Brogan off the bench. We'll take a break when we return. Belgrade State Bank halftime show comes your way next on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. You need insurance for your car, your home, your life, or your health? You can do it yourself or go with a professional insurance agent. Jerry Weems of Weems Insurance Agency, 573-701-9300. We've got you covered. At Missouri Baptist University, students experience more than higher education. It's more than degrees and more than meaningful relationships. It's about transformation. The outlook you'll leave with will bring light to darkness and set the foundation to become the person you've always wanted, your best. MBU is the place to build character as well as earning potential. Learn more at mobap.edu. To learn more about how you can join us this spring, call 573-431-9700 or visit us at our Farmington Regional Learning Center. Well, the weather outside is finally cold, but the deals at Chris Offenberg in Farmington are so, so hot. Worried about interest rates going up? Well, no worries here. We have 0%, yes, 0% on almost all of our new Chevrolet, Buick, and GMCs. We have pre-owned vehicles starting at $11,888 and a huge selection of trucks and SUVs. So come on down to Chris Offenberg, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC in beautiful Farmington, Missouri. You love your truck, and Plaza Tire Service is here to help you make it even better. We've got wheels, leveling kits, and of course, the area's largest selection of light truck tires. With ATs and mud tires up to 35s and bigger, Plaza Tire Service has you covered. The pros at Plaza Tire Service can help you select a great combination that will work with your truck. Plus, with our Plaza Tire Service card or no credit needed financing, your upgrades can be easy on your budget. So take your truck from stock to spectacular with Plaza Tire Service. We care and take care of you when it comes to your insurance needs. I'm Chris Morrison, your local State Farm agent in Farmington. Our agency will take the time to sit down with you and develop an insurance plan best suited for you and your family. Learn more online at chrismorrisonagency.com. We are proud to be a part of high school sports. At Ledco Community Credit Union, the mobile app makes it easier than ever to handle all of your daily banking needs. Designed to be intuitive and simple to use, the app offers you access to a wide range of popular features, including account balance and transfer, transfers between Ledco accounts, schedule, manage and pay bills, as well as mobile deposit capture. See their website for download instructions. The staff at Ledco Community Credit Union can make your life easier and more convenient. And they're proud to sponsor High School Sports Online. You can hear award-winning high school sports broadcasts on your computer or your iPad. Or you can download the KFMO radio app and have high school sports on any mobile device. Brought to you by KFMO and our partners at Ledco Community Credit Union. Visit us online at ledco.org or visit both of our branches. One in Park Hills, one in Farmington. Ledco Community Credit Union. Hey guys, Cody Newkirk here, Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington, Missouri. One great website, www.thinkcarsmart.com. That's www.thinkcarsmart.com. Almost 100 vehicles in stock offering makes and models and financing for almost everyone. Shop 24-7 at www.thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next vehicle. So when you're in the market for a car, think smart, think car smart. Where buying a car isn't rocket science. Welcome to the Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report. Belgrade State Bank is your hometown bank. Hometown pride in Farmington, Deloge, Tosi, Caledonia, or Belgrade. A wise place to do business. 
Member FDIC. Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report on AM 1240 KFMO. Here at halftime, we are tied up 19-19 between the Arcadia Valley Lady Tigers and the St. Genevieve Dragons. In a game where Arcadia Valley led through most of it, St. Gen was able to take a lead late in the second quarter, but a late push from Arcadia Valley tied things up at 19 apiece. Taking a look at stats brought to you by Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. Leading scorer on the contest is Alyssa Glanzer. She's got eight points to lead all scores. Six of them in the first quarter. She's two for two from the free throw line. Rest of the scoring for Arcadia Valley, you've got four for Lily Persley. She got all of them in the first quarter and four all in the second quarter for Reese Brogan. Uh, meanwhile, for the St. Genevieve Lady Dragons, a little bit more balance with the leading scorer on the contest is Caden Hook. She's got six. Nobody else has more than three on the night, however. Ava Myers got three. You've got two points for each of the following players. Allie Byington, Lexi Warren, Jameson Kemper, Bree Abt, and one point for, or two points, rather, for Chloe Staffen as well. Team stats, you got one three made on each side, and both sides shooting 50% from the free throw line. Four of eight for Arcadia Valley. Six of 12 for St. Genevieve. And for more team stats, Glenn, what have we seen so far through the first half? Well, you said it right there. Not really the best shooting, and in fact, the best shooting that both teams have are from the free throw line. Starting off with uh, the St. Genevieve Lady Dragons, they're 5 of 20 from the field. That's 25%. 1 of 7 from three-point arc. That is 14%. They are 6 of 12 from the free throw line. That's 50%. And then over on the uh, opposite side for the Arcadia Valley Lady Tigers, 6 of 19. That's 32% from the field. 1 of 3 from the three-point arc for 33%. And 4 of 8 from the free throw line, which is a 50% clip. As far as turnovers go, not much of a difference here. Uh, Early on, it was all Arcadia Valley. St. Jen came back, and now St. Jen wins that uh, race, which is not a great race to win, 17-16. Rebounding goes to Arcadia Valley, 17-15, and bench points are about even with four points each for each team. Stats brought to you by Sam Sism Ford Lincoln. Shop there for your next car, truck, or SUV. Check them out online, SismFord.com, or give them a call, 431-3177. We'll take a break, continue with more of the Belgrade State Bank Halftime Show next on AM 1240 KFMO. For more than 115 years, Belgrade State Bank has been neighbors helping neighbors. It's how we do business, and it's what sets us apart, shaping every decision we make, from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed. Our checking and savings accounts, mortgages, personal and business loans, and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams. It makes all the difference. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906. Member FDIC. Culver's could have only started in Wisconsin. Just ask our team member, Sarah. When you order a Culver's Butterburger, you're never just a customer. You're a guest in our home. It's why we cook each Butterburger to order just for you, right down to getting the perfect sear on the beef. That extra care may be a small town thing, but it's big time important to us. Let us serve you with a smile that stretches from our hometown to yours. Welcome to Delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. 
Upcoming broadcast schedule, it's brought to you by the Bullpen Sports Grill, 1500 East Main Street in Lettington. Tomorrow, we see the other team from St. Genevieve, Valley Catholic. will be there as the boys take on the Crystal City Hornets. Then on Wednesday, we've got a fun one. We'll have video broadcast available for that one, as well as the West County Bulldogs host the Steelville Cardinals in boys basketball. We're off on Thursday night, then Friday, boys basketball. We'll see the Farmington Knights once again, this time as they take on the Central uh, Cape Central Tigers. All those games have a 7 o'clock pregame and a 7.30 tip time. Then on a Saturday, early start to Saturday morning as we got the Mac Rotary Shootout. It begins at 8.30 a.m. with pregame coverage and a 9 o'clock tip-off between the West County Bulldogs and the Potosi Trojans. Continues with girls basketball, Central versus Warrington. Back to boys basketball, Farmington and Fox. Then the Farmington Knights girls basketball team takes on the St. Vincent Lady Indians. South Iron is in it this year. They'll be taking on St. Pius in boys basketball. Followed by the North County Raiders taking on the DeSoto Dragons before it ends with Mineral Area College doubleheader action. For the full broadcast schedule, you can check out our website, kfmo.com slash sports. It's brought to you by the Bullpen Sports Grill. Visit them today for delicious food, fun, and games, and watching sporting events on one of their big screens in a family-friendly atmosphere. Visit the bullpen today in Lettington. That will wrap up the Belgrade State Bank halftime show. Second half action coming up when we return. Tied up at 19 all between Arcadia Valley and St. Genevieve on AM 1240 KFMO. This has been the Belgrade State Bank halftime report. Belgrade State Bank is your hometown bank. Hometown pride in Farmington, Deloge, Potosi, Caledonia, or Belgrade. A wise place to do business. Member FDIC. Stay tuned. The second half is next. AM 1240, KFMO. At Missouri Baptist University, students experience more than higher education. It's more than degrees and more than meaningful relationships. It's about transformation. The outlook you'll leave with will bring light to darkness and set the foundation to become the person you've always wanted, your best. MBU is the place to build character as well as earning potential. Learn more at mobap.edu. To learn more about how you can join us this spring, call 573-431-9700 or visit us at our Farmington Regional Learning Center. High School Basketball on KFMO is brought to you by Cozine Memorial Chapel in Farmington. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus. Chris Offenberg, GM Superstore in Farmington. First State Community Banks. We'll let home furnishings in Bonterre and Farmington. And Shelter Insurance Agent J.J. Vickers in Bonterre. Shot doesn't go for St. Jenny. But Meyer gets the offensive rebound. Keeps it alive along the baseline, but only temporarily. She steps on that baseline and gives it back to the Arcadia Valley Tigers. We're tied up at 19 all, just about 30 seconds into our second half so far between A.V. and St. Genevieve as Lady Tigers begin the second half, almost turning it over. It was tipped out of bounds by Ava Meyer. Even if she was able to catch it, though, her momentum, she was in air when she was heading out of bounds. There was nothing she could have done about that one. Well, both teams are very aggressive, and they have good hands on both sides. Inbound, Persley turns on the defender, shot up, no good, but a blocking foul will put Persley on the line for a pair. And in disbelief with the call is Caden Huck, sophomore guard for the St. Genevieve Lady Dragons. That is two on her, first in the second half for either side. Persley 0 for 1 from the free throw line on the back end of an and 1, make it 0 for 2 as she misses there. Oh, we got a lane violation. On St. Jen, so we'll do it again. This time making good 
on that redo is Persley. So here comes officially attempt number two as she regains the lead for the Lady Tigers, 20 to 19. Second one doesn't go, technically speaking, third one. And the rebound is grabbed by Staffen. Lobs up the court for Byington. Deep two, doesn't go. Offensive rebound, put back up, in, and the foul. Caden Hook right back at you, and then some as she lays it in through contact. Well, St. Jen's come out in this second half a little bit uh, frustrated with a couple of the uh, calls here. But uh, they're showing the other end that they can still play some ball as they go after that one and put it back up and in. Caitlin Strange called for the foul, her first, team's first of the second half, and making good on that free throw attempt is Caitlin Hook. 22-20, lead in favor of St. Genevieve once again. Newstead Adams splits the double team, gets tripped up, no foul call, and a travel is called. It's going the other way. Coach Ricky Turnbow, he's not saying anything to the officials, but I don't think he would agree with that call. I think uh, Caitlin was actually, or rather uh, Paige was looking for some help there. Didn't get it and uh, tried to stay up on her feet, just couldn't do it. Uh, we got a blocking foul on Glanzer. She tried to see if she could get Staffin to commit the charge. Just didn't get her feet planted in time. I think even less than a half second sooner, she's getting that call. And that would have been a big call too because it would have been her third. Hook gets the inbound. Defense doesn't close. She pulls the trigger from three. It comes up short, and it's Molly Cook with the rebound. Up the court, Persley gets it for Glanzer. Glanzer drives, righty layup. Rims out. No, it was halfway down. Going the other direction, Byington for St. Genevieve. A bounce down low. Shot up for Greminger. No. Rebound pulled in by Persley as she outlets up the court for Glanzer. Glanzer takes it to the corner, right-hand side. Bounces to the Arcadia Valley Tiger logo, the old one. Haven't updated the floorboards here at Arcadia Valley High School since they got that new logo recently. Now Newstead Adams with it at the point to the wing right-hand side for Glanzer. Glanzer, double team comes as she dribbles to the top of the key. Into the corner for Strange and a foul called against St. Genevieve. That's going to be number three on Chloe Steffen. So that could be a big foul right there for St. Jen. Chloe's been one of the more active people down low. She'll come out in place of Kiki Asher, who comes in to replace her. Asher, one of the few juniors on this St. Genevieve team. As Newstead Adams, three, doesn't go. And losing the rebound on the baseline is Glanzer. And it's going the other direction. St. Genevieve takes over up by two, 22-20. Arcadia Valley, they're searching for their first win of the season, 0-6. And no matter what happens, they'll have a long break before they play again. This is their last game before the Central Christmas Tournament. And you'd like to win a game like this because you don't want to go through that long break thinking about it. Glanzer, excuse me, Newstead Adams, three, no. Rebound is grabbed by Hook. Outlet down the court. Greminger can't control it. Glanzer gets it. Crosses over on a defender who slides into the scores table. Backdoor pass. High off glass. Good for Strange. How about that sequence of events, though, from Glanzer? Pass to Byington, who passes across the timeline. Greminger all alone for three. Too strong off the backboard. Kept alive by St. Genevieve. And dribbled off the knee of hook but right to her teammate in Greminger lucky break for St. Jen again and now we got a foul against Arcadia Valley they're going to get strange and this game has gotten strange here at times where you've had a couple of uh, 
fouls that were called that we thought weren't fouls, fouls that weren't called that we thought were, and now it seems to be a pretty physical game, and they're kind of letting things play a little bit. Allie Byington, corner three, it's short. We've seen a lot of those threes for St. Genevieve come up short in this game. And loose ball on the court, both sides jump on it, and possession will stay or actually go to Arcadia Valley. Tied up 22-22 here in the third quarter, five minutes left to play. Newstead Adams across the timeline, puts up a floater. It's good. Well, there's the good shot that we've seen from Newstead Adams at times. You haven't seen it in this game, and it kind of turns on and off at different points. But when she's on, she seems like she's going to be a really good player for some time, making her way into the starting lineup for tonight's contest. Shot down low, apt, can't hit it, and it's out of bounds off of her. And Arcadia Valley takes over up by 2, 24-22, your score. I was about to say in that Arcadia Valley tournament, we saw Newstead Adams check into the ball game. I'll finish that thought when we get back because there's a timeout on the floor. It's a 30-second timeout. We'll step aside with them. It's brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sansegraw. Contact him today for a free quote on auto home business or life insurance. 24-22, Arcadia Valley out in front on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit MineralAreaDoor.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at MineralAreaDoor.com. Serving you since 1978. Well, Arcadia Valley can't get across midcourt without turning it over, but an empty possession almost for St. Chen. It actually kicks off the foot of Lexi Warren, and she gets it back, pulls the trigger from three, loose ball on the court, and do we get a jump ball or a foul? We're going to get a foul on Arcadia Valley's Lily Persley, and that's three on her. So a couple of ladies on both sides with three fouls. And that's something I don't think either team can afford to do is lose a player or two here. Correction, it's actually Molly Cook who's called for the foul. On the other end, Byington, her shot goes off the dribble. Byington now with four on the contest. We're tied up at 24-all. Driving, Glanzer, step around, drops it off, and it's going the other direction as Molly Cook has it ripped away from her. And it's poked away from Caden Hook off of Arcadia Valley last. Well, Lexi Warren and the official both, or Lexi Warren and the coach, both yelling at the official saying, hey, didn't you see the push when the ball went out of bounds? And uh, the official just kind of turns and looks at her and goes back to throwing the game. It's one thing if you're calling a game tight. It's another if you're letting teams play. It's inconsistencies throughout the game that usually upset players and coaches alike. Shot up. No good, but a foul down low. Huck's going to head to the free throw line where she is already four of five on the game. She's doing a pretty good job uh, from the floor as well. Not shooting a lot, but uh, hitting the shots she does take. First free throw attempt up and good. Foul was on Reese Brogan, her first. Team's fifth in the second half so far, and that first free throw for Hook unties us. It's now a 25-24 game, and her second free throw kicks out off the back iron. No good. Persley with the board. To Newstead Adams, back to Persley. All alone for three. She pulls the trigger. It doesn't go. Offensive rebound, Arcadia Valley taken away. And a player for St. Jen took a shot in the eye, and 
They're going to whistle this one dead. It was Bree Abt who yeah, took it right in her right eye. She's walking off the court right now. Going to get checked out. She'll make her way to the bench. She's got two points in the game so far. Those coming in the first quarter. Well, it gets a little physical down there at the uh, bottom of the pile sometimes. And that time, App just got uh, somebody's finger in that eye. She's headed over to the bench, and hopefully everything will be cool. Kemper back into the game for St. Genevieve. Turns it over. Newstead Adams has it. She's pushing in transition. Newstead Adams works it to the wing left-hand side. Drops it off for Persley. Persley poked away from her by Byington, but collects it back and picks up her dribble. It's a glanzer at midcourt to the free throw line for Cook. Cook. Little hook pass. Newstead Adams for three. Air ball offline. Kept alive by Glanzer. And she bounces it to the wing. Open for three. No. And the rebound is grabbed by St. Genevieve's Ava Meyer. And going up the court with it is Byington for the Dragons. Her shot offline to the right. Rebound grabbed by Gallagher but poked away from her. Byington's shot up no good. She's fouled and will head to the free throw line. Excuse me. That's Hook once again going back to the line. A lot of action end-to-end, and both teams missing some shots that are makeable, some under a little duress and some not quite so much. I thought Glanzer did a great job on that rebound, not only to uh, get the, to the ball but get the pass out there, just couldn't sink the three. First free throw up and good for Caden Huck. Sophomore guard who's having a good quarter so far. She's got five here in the third. Just that quarter alone puts her second among scoring. Throughout the entire game, as the second one goes as well, second among scoring for St. Genevieve throughout the game, that is. She's now got six in the quarter and a dozen total on the contest. And seven of her points coming from the free throw line. So she's making Arcadia Valley pay for putting her on the line as St. Jen sets up in a 2-3 zone. Newstead Adams, above head pass to Glanzer, wing left-hand side. Glanzer crosses over, back to Newstead Adams in the corner. Trying to feed it to her teammate in Ruth Francis. Can't get it to her cleanly as it's tipped and taken away. St. Genevieve up the court with Staffen. Drops it off to the wing for Warren. Dribbles to the arc. Defense stays away from her, and Warren's three doesn't go. Gets her own miss on the long rebound. Splits defenders, loses it, though, and it's out of bounds on the baseline. 27-24 the score. St. Genevieve out in front of Arcadia Valley. Turnovers have not been the big uh, problem we've seen in that first half for either team, but still, both teams committed a few. Glanzer gets it across midcourt. Her shot goes, and the foul, Alyssa Glanzer. And if Arcadia Valley's going to come back in this one, they need to get her going as she has a chance to tie it up here with this free throw. Her team trails by a point, 27-26, under two minutes to go in the third quarter. Somehow she got behind the defense on that uh, rebound down at the other end. When they looked up, they were like, oh, my gosh, she is wide open. Got the ball to her, and uh, to her credit, she took it strong to the basket. Glanzer, free throw up. Good. She's three of three from the free throw line, and she leads her team in scoring with 11. Poked away from behind. Arcadia Valley's got it back as it's turned over. Persley, or excuse me, Francis, gets it off to Glanzer. Bounce to the wing left side. Brogan. Brogan, one dribble, lob to the elbow, too high, tipped, makes its way to Ruth Francis. Her first shot doesn't go, it's blocked. Gets it back, though, and forces the jump ball. Francis, I think, hit her head on the court on her way down. I think she's going to be subbed out here in favor of Molly Cook. She will be. 
Yeah, she came down pretty hard. I think maybe it was kind of a not a direct blow, but when she hit the ground, she uh, kind of had a glancing blow, I guess you could say, and uh, luckily she's okay. Timeout taken by St. Genevieve prior to the inbound. We'll step aside with them. Head coach Jordana Walk-Robinson burns that timeout. 27-27, your score, minute 32 to go. Third quarter, tied up between St. Genevieve on KFMO. LaCary Auto Body Supply, your PPG distributor for the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown auto body businesses. Because these business owners were your classmates, they're your neighbors, your fellow church members, and their kids attend school with your kids. Support those who help support your community for years, like... Dale Mosier Auto Body. Consider it done, consider it done right. When you need repair, there's no need to despair. Dale Mosier does it all for you. The best and put us to the test. Dale Mosier Auto Body. Consider it done, consider it done right. And Unlimited Auto Body in Potosi, where experience counts. Remember, you have the right to choose who does your repairs, so count on Unlimited Auto Body for full body repair or full body paint and custom graphics. Unlimited Auto Body, located at 109 Missouri Street in Potosi. LaCarrie Auto Body Supply is proud to support your hometown repair shops. High School Basketball on KFMO is brought to you by Leadbelt Stove and Fireplace and Ozark Modern Insulation in Park Hills. Bill Best, American Family Insurance Agent in Park Hills. Dalton Home Improvement in Park Hills. Mineral Area College in Park Hills. And the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington. Turned it over, but a couple missed shots will give the ball to Arcadia Valley. Nonetheless, tied up at 27. All drive from the baseline, and we got a foul. As Strange able to draw contact. Not in the act of shooting. It's going to be an inbound coming here, but that is the third foul on Jameson Kemper, who's gotten a lot of minutes for St. Genevieve off the bench. Fourth foul on the Dragons. Arcadia Valley, meanwhile, has commit six and make it five fouls on the Dragons as they commit another, and that puts Glanzer on the free throw line, who has a chance to untie us and take the lead for Arcadia Valley. And I think very importantly, that is uh, Chloe Staffan's fourth. First free throw up good. It is four on Staffin, so she will take a long seat on the bench. She was on the first free throw goes for Glanzer. Yeah, she was on the backside of that defense there, and she's the one that caught Glanzer going up. She looked around thinking it was on the other player, but uh, unfortunately for St. Jen, it wasn't. Free throw up no good. That's the first miss of the night for Glanzer, who is four of her previous four, and dribbling it on the sideline right in front of the St. Genevieve Dragon bench, Allie Byington. She gives it back to the AV Lady Tigers, down by a point, 28-27. Arcadia Valley now with possession and the lead. Inbound to Glanzer, right back to Strange. Strange picks up her dribble, bounces it to Molly Cook, all alone in the corner for three. I think they're going to say her foot was on the line, doesn't matter, didn't hit it anyway. Hook with the rebound, dribbles across the timeline into the corner where she's double teamed. It's poked and taken away, Persley with the turnover. Drops it off to Reese Brogan who goes off glass. Oh, but it rolls off the rim. Going the other direction, Hook, an outlet for Greminger who catches up with it. Her shot rolls off the rim herself. And the rebound fought for, grabbed by Strange, and I think she draws the foul here. She does. It's Ava Meyer who gets called for the foul. Didn't we see in the Arcadia Valley Tournament a number of baskets that went down and came back out? Felt like the rims were a little tight. Kind of feels that way here again tonight because that shot put up by Brogan looked like, oh, okay, that's going down easy, and it just rattled around and stayed out. 
Arcadia Valley with the ball, 20 seconds to go in the third quarter, up by a point, 28-27. Strange has to get it across the timeline, does so to Reese Brogan. Brogan back to Strange, 11 seconds to go. Strange dribbles right in front of her bench as she gets instructions from her head coach, Ricky Turnbow, to Glanzer. Glanzer, pass, Brogan, deep two, her foot was on the line, doesn't go. Rebound grabbed by Warren, who hits the deck. Are they going to get Arcadia Valley with a foul here? I think she ran into her own teammate in Byington, and that's why she yeah, hit the deck. I, I think they're going to turn it to a turnover now, but, yeah, I was thinking Ooh, about okay. that myself. All right, it's a travel. I thought for a second with the way this game has been officiated so far, it was going to be called a foul. Not a lot of time on the inbound. Glanzer can't handle it cleanly anyway, and that takes us to the end of the third quarter. Your score, Arcadia Valley, 28, St. Genevieve, 27. Fourth quarter coming up when we return after this on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240, KFMO Park Hills. Banking with people like you, Unico Bank. We are happy to support all of the area's athletes and are proud to be a part of high school sports. Banking with people like you, Unico Bank. Started back in 1982, Dalton Home Improvement has grown to be one of the most competitive siding companies in Missouri. Owned by Hank Kinsey, his crews are highly qualified installers, experienced in new construction and rehab. Dalton Home Improvement, 431-2373, proud to be a part of high school sports. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of local high school sports on KFMO. Call financial advisors John Brown or Madison Brown in Farmington at 573-756-9002 for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member F. FDIC. Ho, ho, ho. It's the holidays, and that means the hustle and bustle season is here. Hey, David Sisson from Samson Ford, here to spread holiday cheer. Christmas is right around the corner, and I know just what to do. Get cars on my lot, stat, and pass the savings along to you. Don't be screwed this season. Stuck driving your old sled. Trade, save, and be merry to be happy this season instead. How about $0 down and as low as $149 a month? Save that cash for Christmas and still get in the car you love now. Come trade in that old sled today, even if you owe more than it's worth. Push, pull, or tow it in today for up to $5,000 trade guarantee. Have coal in your stocking because of previous credit problems? You'll be singing carols when my credit approval process helps get you approved. Trade, save, and be merry this season with $0 down and a trade guarantee. Hurry, the saving sleigh halts once the holiday season comes to an end. Visit us at Sam Sism Ford, the home of the lifetime warranty. Online at SismFord.com or call 431-3177. From our family to yours, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Finance offers valid with approved credit. Not all will qualify. See dealer for details and applicable trade guarantee deductions. Well, turnover for Arcadia Valley and St. Jen. Empty possessions. Their shot doesn't go. Down the court, layup. Persley can't hit. And with the lead at 28-21 for Arcadia Valley, it's St. Genevieve taking over 45 seconds into our fourth quarter. Warren drives wild shot up but it goes off glass i think she was trying for the contact and the foul instead she got a basket out of it it's kind of one of those throw it up from the down low side kind of over your head kind of a thing and luckily for her it went down there's glanzer on the other end of the court as the defense loses her again and she lays it in she's got a game high 14 to lead all scores as it's dribbled out of bounds off of st genevieve last Ooh. I don't know about that one. I thought Arcadia Valley got a piece of it. Coach Jordana Walk-Robinson, are they upset with the official for that call or upset with their player for losing it? And it's a 30-29 lead for Arcadia Valley. They've got possession. 6.40 to go, fourth quarter. Kicked into the corner. Turning on her defender is Strange, and Strange travels. Both teams are having a hard time at times getting the ball where they want it to. 
they kind of take the ball down low and get double teamed. Then they just try to throw it to that area we talked about earlier, and usually that's when these uh, passes are picked off. Lexi Warren picks up her dribble and will bounce it to Greminger. Attacks the basket. Shot up. She's fouled. Foul is going to go against Strange. And free throws are coming for Warren. It's going to be free throws the rest of the way as well. That is the seventh foul commit by the Arcadia Valley Tigers. First free throw up good for Sadie Greminger, her first point of the game. That's going to be number three, as you said, on Caitlin Strange. So she's sitting now with a little bit of foul trouble. She's got three. With Francis has three. Molly Cook has three. And this is a short bench for Arcadia Valley. Things could get ugly fast if a couple of those players commit some more fouls. Shot doesn't go on the second free throw attempt on the other end of the court. Newstead Adams finds Glanzer all alone on the low block, who lays it in for two more. I think it's what we see in, in Paige Newstead, or Newstead Adams is the ability to see the floor very well and get that pass to somebody to get the shot. She's a really good playmaker for this Arcadia Valley team. You just don't see it consistently. It comes in stretches, and that will come in time. She's only a freshman as we got a foul on Arcadia Valley. Greminger back to the free throw line. The foul is against Newstead Adams, so that's three on her. So she's got to be careful herself. Free throw up. No good for Greminger, who's back at the line after going one for two on her previous trip. Gallagher is in. Cook, who's playing with three fouls as well, is out. Free throw attempt up. No good. And the rebound grabbed by Arcadia Valley. It's Lily Persley who crosses over on her defender and dribbles it across the timeline. To Newstead Adams in the paint. Turnaround shot. Good. But we got a whistle, and it's a travel. It's going the other way. That'll be eight turnovers on Arcadia Valley. On the other side, eight turnovers for St. Jen. Neither team putting on a clinic in ball handling tonight. Huck gets the inbound, gets away from the defender, dribbles across the timeline, but double dribbles. Kind of got caught mixed up whether she wanted to cross over to the left hand or continue with the right. I also think she was thinking about just, I'm going to drive the lane, and then thought, no, somebody's open down there too, so... A little too much thinking, too little playing there. As there's a shot up, good, and a foul. Persley with the and one. Her first basket since her four-point first quarter. I think we saw Persley in that game against Fredericktown play that type of game against the Lady Black Cats, getting in down low, getting up the shots. Those kinds of shots, they don't look pretty on the uh, scorebook, but they count just as much as the uh, 360 dunk because they count for two. Free throw doesn't go for Persley. I will eat my shoe if I see a player do a 360 dunk in this game. <laughs> Not even just because it's high school girls basketball, but neither of these teams feature a ton of size. There's a drive from perimeter. Shot up good for Chloe Staffen. Tallest player on either side stands at 5'10". That's Molly Cook for Arcadia Valley and a couple players for St. Genevieve. Bree Apt, who we've seen a little bit of throughout the game. Carly Bosler, the other one. Turnover, St. Genevieve with it, shot up, good. Well, Staffen lays it in, and we are tied up at 34 all. Every time Arcadia Valley seems to get the momentum, St. Gen takes it away. A steal, laid in on the other end, Greminger for two, and Ricky Turnbow, head coach of the Arcadia Valley Tigers, has seen enough. He takes a timeout. 
4.59 to go in the fourth quarter. St. Genevieve has taken the lead 36-34 on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. So, Dan, how's retirement going? Well, Charlotte, I'm getting up a lot later, driving my 59s more, and passing out cookies everywhere. Hey, what's our next special? It's our Call of Duty combo that's four slices of pepperoni pizza combined with eight Italian cheese sticks plus crazy sauce and a 20-ounce Mountain Dew for only $7.99. Oh, that makes me hungry. I'm ordering one now. Okay, it's your Call of Duty, Dan. That's Little Caesars in Farmington Antelope. Tell them the Doe Girl sent ya. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, proudly serving the Parkland's eye care needs since 1966. We would like to thank you for voting Complete Vision Care as the best eye doctor of the Parkland five years in a row. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, the ideal choice. Your husband is pretty handy to have around. He makes the world's best mac and cheese. He's in the Tickle Monster Hall of Fame. <laughs> and he can teach anyone how to throw strikes. But a busted pipe in a basement full of water? Honey, I think we need a plumber. Is a little out of his league. That's where a homeowner's policy from Shelter Insurance comes in handy. We'll help get your house back in order and your husband back to what he does best. <laughs> Find out how J.J. Vickers can help you with your auto, home, and life needs. 573-358-3674. Lands are with it for Arcadia Valley, our team. Down by two, 36-34. Newstead Adams, defense leaves her alone as a miscommunication on St. Jen. And her three ball is short, and it goes out of bounds on the baseline. St. Jen takes over up by two, 442 left to go, fourth quarter. And I think maybe when she let that shot go, she had thought about it a little bit too much because she was so wide open. Across the timeline goes Alexi Warren. And now the weave being operated by St. Genevieve gets it back to Warren. Pump fake for three. Drives. Hesitation. Pass. Down low. All alone is Staffing. As the defender tried to take away the entry feed. And she's got six in the quarter now. Coming up big here in the final frame. It's a four-point lead for the St. Genevieve Dragons. 34, or 38-34 rather. And remember early, Staffen got into foul trouble early in this fourth quarter. And that's why she hadn't been in there in a while. They missed her. Glanzer to Newstead Adams. Her floater comes up short. Glanzer gets the rebound. And we have a jump ball. Yes. Oh, and Coach Ricky Turnbo, he's got his palms up. He's saying, What? He can't believe it. He thinks it should be a foul. I don't necessarily disagree with him. Potentially over the back, if anything. Timeout called by the St. Genevieve Dragons head coach, Jordana Walk-Robinson. We'll step aside with her. 38-34, your score. It's St. Genevieve out in front of Arcadia Valley on AM 1240 KFMO. Ron's Tire in Farmington is ready to serve all your car, truck, RV, home, and farm equipment needs. They even provide mobile farm service. If you're in need of tires of any kind, trust the folks at Ron's Tire Center on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. Ron's Tire Center, a proud sponsor of high school sports. Culver's could have only started in Wisconsin. Hi, just ask our team member, Sarah. When you order a Culver's Butterburger, you're never just a customer. You're a guest in our home. It's why we cook each Butterburger to order just for you, right down to getting the perfect sear on the beef. That extra care may be a small-town thing, but it's big-time important to us. Let us serve you with a smile that stretches from our hometown to yours. Welcome to Delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. High School Basketball on KFMO is brought to you by Shelter Insurance Agent Scott Haggerty in Park Hills, Kilster Mary Lee in Chester, Illinois, your local Plaza Tire Service, Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge, and Graphic Options in Farmington. Lines in with an outlet down the court for Meyer. Swings it around the perimeter to Hook. And now a handoff 
for staffing. St. Genevieve up by four, trying to build on their lead here. If they get anything out of this trip, it'll be their largest lead of the evening. Low pass, and we got two players fighting for it, and it's Newstead Adams who comes away with it. So Glanzer blocked from behind, but a foul. Caden Hook came in aggressively behind Glanzer and almost got that cleanly, the LeBron James-style block, but instead it's free throws coming for Glanzer, who's got a bit of a smile on her face. She had no idea Huck was coming in from behind. And that was kind of one of the weirdest turnovers I think I've ever seen, too, as she misses the first shot. Yeah, two players for St. Genevieve at first were fighting for the ball with each other. Kind of like it's a, it was going to be a jump ball by the two players from the same team for a minute there. And then all of a sudden, Newstead Adams comes in. And then Newstead Adams is the one who comes away with it. As that free throw is good for Glanzer. Cuts the lead to three, 38-35. Arcadia Valley searching for a stop. On the other end, open three, doesn't go. Rebound is grabbed by Persley. Persley surveying the court as she takes it across the timeline where she's met by Byington to the corner. Glanzer thinks about a three, thought about it too long. She travels. Well, I think sometimes both of these teams take a little bit too much to try to figure out they're, they're trying to do too much, I think, is what's happening. And they get an opportunity, and they just overthink it, and that uh, creates a turnover. Across the timeline goes Caden Hook for the St. Genevieve Dragons, and it's out of bounds in that far sideline. With the score, 38-35, St. Genevieve will maintain possession with 3.14 to go in the quarter. St. Genevieve leads the all-time series between these two teams, 10-9, A.V., Won the most recent contest. That was the MAAA Conference Tournament last year, allowing these two teams to split on the season. Deep two, up, too strong. And the rebound is grabbed by Arcadia Valley's Caitlin Strange as she dribbles up the court. No look pass to Glanzer, and we got a whistle, and it's an offensive foul. A charge called on Strange. She's not happy with that. She's going to have to take a seat on the bench. That is four fouls. On Caitlin Strange, the five foot six senior guard for the Arcadia Valley Tigers. Gallagher in to replace her as Byington almost loses it on the sideline. Lobs it back to the opposite side for Hook. Five point or three point lead rather for St. Genevieve. 38-35, 240 to go. Wing right hand side, lob to the elbow. Back out perimeter to the wing left side for Staffin. Staffin up top for Byington. To the wing, right-hand side, and St. Genevieve just remaining absolutely patient with the basketball here. No reason to force anything. They've got the lead with under three minutes to go. We're down to about 2.15 left to go in the fourth quarter. Bounce up top for Staffin to Hook. Hook attacks, baseline, wraparound pass to perimeter. Tipped, makes its way to Byington still. Her jumper just inside the elbow doesn't go. Newstead Adams has it. She's dribbling up the court. Newstead Adams crosses over on the defender. Defense clears her shot no good, but she's fouled. A great job by Newstead Adams going from one end to the other, keeping control of the ball. And when she saw the hole open up just a little bit, she went through it as she was going up, got hacked just a hair. Well, I saw it. I wasn't sure if she saw it, but the defender was kind of turned around trying to run up the court with her, and she just dribbled into that blind spot, and help defense didn't come. That foul, by the way, that's on Chloe Staffen. That is her fifth. Her night is done early, and we've got free throws coming for Newstead Adams. That could be a big, big problem for uh, St. Jim. First free throw up, it's short. 
I think right now you're looking at Arcadia Valley, you're looking at Glanzer, you're looking at Newstead Adams, you're looking at a couple of players out there that look a little gassed right now, and that's because they play just wall-to-wall, end-to-end uh, basketball, and it may come back to tire them out a bit. Free throw up, good. So splitting on that trip is Newstead Adams, and Arcadia Valley has cut the lead to two, 38-36, but Newstead Adams will commit a foul. Ricky Turnbow not happy with that call from the official as he kind of waves his hand at him and turns away. And I think what got her in trouble is sticking her arms out in front of her. She was defending well, but as the uh, player, which is going to be number three, Allie Byington, went by her, she just kind of stuck her hands out to like she was going to hand check her, and they caught her with something there. Free throw up and good for Byington. He was 0 for 2 from the line otherwise. Both those attempts coming in the first quarter. Doesn't mean the Turnbull liked the call, but still that's what I think got her. Second one up and good. He wouldn't have had the best view of that one anyway as his defender's back would have been to the play. That's four, by the way, on Newstead Adams. And ten against Arcadia Valley. Tip pass. Arcadia Valley hangs on to it, but not for long as it's a travel. Persley gives it up, and it's a four-point lead. For St. Genevieve, they take over with a minute 47 to go. And what was the call there? Did we get a foul call? A technical foul on Lily Persley. Wow. Yeah. You want to talk about a sequence of events that are game-changing here. We're talking about just a simple turnover that's going to give the ball the other direction. Instead, we got a technical and two free throws coming for Byington. First one is up. It doesn't go. But that's potentially giving free points to St. Jen, and it's going to give possession to the Dragons after this. They'll inbound. Second one goes for Byington. As for Persley, that is four on her with that technical foul. Must have said something that we couldn't hear because I didn't think any of her actions were demonstrative or anything. Didn't look like she was, you know, throwing a fit on the court. I think she thought she had gotten fouled. Instead, the turnover was called. She must have just said something loud enough for the official to hear her, and that's where the T came from. Huck to Byington. Picks up her dribble and gets fouled. And that's Glanzer that's going to be called for the foul. <laughs> I don't know what the context was. No, it was a timeout, actually, that was called prior to the foul. Ooh, a timeout called by St. Genevieve Lady Dragons head coach Jordana Walk-Robinson. We'll keep it here so I can explain what she joked that allowed me to realize it was a timeout that she called. Uh, she called a timeout right as the foul was called and then the uh, turned to the official afterwards when her team was huddling up and asked, come on, can we do rock, paper, scissors for it? I think she won that foul call against Glanzer because that would have put her team on the line for two free throw attempts instead of just one. She's over there preaching to the choir right now saying, look, we're up 41-36. There's not a lot of time left in this game. We don't have to rush. We don't have to get the ball down the floor. We don't have to run a uh, up-tempo offense. Let's just get the ball down there, get a good shot, make them come out and foul us. They've got a lot of people in foul trouble, so uh, don't be in a big hurry coming down the floor. 41-36 the score with a minute 37 left to go. And Arcadia Valley defending St. Genevieve as the Dragons with the lead will inbound. Trying to find someone to get it to. Oh, but that's going the other direction. Oh, trying to make a heads-up play is Huck. She threw it off the defender who was squared up defending her, and it did ricochet off the defender out of bounds. But the first thing it touched out of bounds was Huck. 
Yep. And her feet were standing out of bounds, and she was the one inbounding, so Arcadia Valley's going to take over with a minute 30 to go. Newstead Adams on perimeter, being defended by Greminger. To the wing right-hand side, a pump fake for three from Reese Brogan. To the elbow, Newstead Adams, turnaround shot high off glass, no. Gets her own miss, tries a fadeaway, that one doesn't go, gets it back once again. Her shot from the low block goes, and a quick timeout from Arcadia Valley head coach Ricky Turnbow will step aside with them. One possession game, 41-38 your score, minute 15 left to go in the fourth quarter on AM 1240 KFMO. Ozarks Federal Savings and Loans Mobility App allows you to bank right from your smartphone or tablet. Just download the Ozarks Federal Mobility App in your app store. With mobility, you can deposit checks remotely, check your account balances, transfer funds between accounts, pay bills online, and more. Ozarks Federal Mobility App, a convenient way to bank from anywhere. To find out more, go to OFSL.bank or call one of our knowledgeable account specialists. Ozarks Federal, the homeowner's bank. Always loyal, always local. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. American Family Insurance. You always dreamed about owning your first house or car or business, but you also had nightmares. Introducing the May Only My Good Dreams Come True policy from American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. For details, contact Harry Peterson, agent. Call 573-756-6736 or stop by 700 West Karsh Boulevard in Farmington today. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. 41-38 your score. St. Genevieve to inbounds. Arcadia Valley hoping to force another turnover as we've seen plenty throughout the game. That won't help. Greminger's got it. Clear spaces in front of her as she dribbles across the timeline. Passes up top for Byington. Byington being defended by Brogan. Now to Warren. Warren away from a double team. Passes off for Huck. Huck dribbles it across the midcourt stripe and draws the foul. I think it's Reese Brogan they're going to get with the foul, and it's going to be two free throws coming here. And Brogan's got some fouls to give. A couple of folks out there on the floor that don't have fouls to give include Paige Newstead-Adams. And uh, actually right now as I look out there, she's not on the floor right now, but she's set to check back into the game. Yeah, a little offensive-defensive switch there with the fouls. And the first free throw doesn't go for Huck, who's been solid from the free throw line otherwise tonight. She's 8 out of 10 from the free throw line, and that time... Just bounced around and came out. Another attempt coming for Caden Huck. And she misses on both. But an offensive rebound is grabbed by Kemper. Kemper dribbles to the baseline. Back out to perimeter for Huck. And Huck dribble. Double team. Forced by Arcadia Valley. And finally passed off to Kemper. And Kemper gets fouled by Caitlin Strange. Well, that's one of those players you didn't want to commit a foul if you're Arcadia Valley, but you got to secure the rebound for that offensive-defensive switch to work. It doesn't, and her night is done early. She ends with five points. And I don't think she had to foul her because I I don't think that Jamison Kemper, and she'll probably tell you this too, is the best ball handler. But instead, she just kind of slapped her on the back. Free throw up and good. And because of that, Strange is going to set out with 45 seconds left to go, and that free throw puts the... uh, Lady Dragons up by four. Second attempt up. That one good as well. So it really comes back to bite Arcadia Valley. Not securing that rebound as they lose one of their starters in Caitlin Strange. And they give those two points to St. Genevieve after they got a gift with St. Gen going 0 for 2. 43-38 your score. Under 40 seconds to go in the fourth quarter. Arcadia Valley trails. They need something to happen in a hurry. A floater for Newstead Adams doesn't go. Molly Cook is there to clean it up. 
Another quick timeout taken by Arcadia Valley Tiger head coach Ricky Turnbow will step aside with them. His team down by three, 43-40. to 40. Trying to secure a win before the end of the season, before we head to the Central Christmas Tournament, that is. Well, the weather outside is finally cold, but the deals at Chris Offenberg in Farmington are so, so hot. Worried about interest rates going up? Well, no worries here. We have 0%, yes, 0% on almost all of our new Chevrolet, Buick, and GMCs. We have pre-owned vehicles starting at $11,888 and a huge selection of trucks and SUVs. So come on down to Chris Offenberg, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, in beautiful Farmington, Missouri. You work hard to make sure your family has everything they need. Life insurance from American Family Life Insurance Company can help financially protect your loved ones by replacing a portion of your income if you were to pass away. That means your family will have the help they need to maintain their quality of life and pursue their dreams. Get the peace of mind you deserve by protecting what matters most. American Family Insurance. See Bill Betts on East Main Street in Park Hills or call 573-431-4893. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Almost a five seconds, but it turned over anyway. Glanzer with the steal, lays it in, and the foul. Glanzer getting mobbed by her teammates. Will head to the free throw line with a chance to tie us up at 43-all. That was a great defensive play, followed by a great offensive play by Glanzer as she just took the ball away from the uh, offensive person from uh, St. Jan. It started back the other way. Got the layup and got the foul. Did you hold your breath when that whistle was blown? Because mm-hmm, yeah. I had no idea whether it was a foul or a, or a charge. Free throw doesn't go. St. Genevieve still with the lead by one, but they throw it away into the far sideline. Arcadia Valley's going to get it with 19.2 on the clock and a chance to take the lead. Big time rebound by St. Gen, but that time throwing it to a spot where nobody was. Wing right-hand side. Reese Brogan's got it to the corner for Glanzer. She drives, kicks it out. Newstead Adams through her hands, collects it in the wing. Now Brogan up top. Down low. Shot up. Off glass. No. Two seconds to go. Newstead Adams. That one doesn't go. Oh, Arcadia Valley had two shots, and they both had a chance, but both miss, and they fall in a close one to St. Genevieve, 43 to a 42, a back-and-forth affair throughout, but it's the Dragons coming out victorious. We'll take a break. When we return, Belgrade State, or Bill Best, American Family Insurance Post Game Show, coming your way next on AM 1240 KFMO. 